vs. Zombies, a tile-based tower defense game where an unseen homeowner must defend their brains from the undead with an army of murderous plants. Can our hosts make a story of these fruits, vegetables, and hungry ghouls? Find out on this episode of Game Reel. there on the internet welcome to game reel it's the show where three college grads write movies about their favorite video games i'm matt i'm cassidy i'm annika and today on the podcast we are covering the capital c classic of 2009's <laughs> plants vs zombies now if you don't if you're some fucking dweeb who doesn't know what plants vs zombies is it is <laughs> a, not a real gamer you're not a real yeah i mean there's very few games where I would, like, say that at all to any another human being, but this is definitely one of them. Like, you should have been there. Uh, <laughs> it's still free, I'm pretty sure. I don't actually know that. It's it's $5 on Steam. I think it's maybe free on mobile. Yeah, and I, I used it on mobile, so, like, mm-hmm. you know. But, yeah, it's a 2009 tower defense video game by PopCap Games. They did Pagel, which we did on our last podcast. Look mm-hmm. at that episode. And, you know, you're just just playing some homeowner in the suburbs. You know, you like gardening and stuff. And, oh, my God, there's a huge plant zombie apocalypse. And you got to defend yourself with your little plant guys. And you got this, like, wacky neighbor named Crazy Dave. And he gives you little tips here and there. Mm-hmm. And you're trying not to die, you know. Like yeah. you do. Trying not to get your brains ate. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the that's the game. It's pretty fun. It's only like five worlds, but you know, mm-hmm. pretty easy. I recently uh, recently beat it again in preparation for this episode. I like as a kid, I was too stupid to like properly play the extra mini games after you beat like the story mode. So I would oh, just so. like undownload the game, re-download, and just like play through the whole story mode like a million times. <laughs> so you know, yeah, I. I think as a kid, I like I like played this game when it came out, um, and I, as a kid, I was also too stupid to play this game properly, <laughs> and so the actual story mode actually did challenge me and took me a while to beat the game. But now that I'm an adult who understands basic uh, basic tower defense stuff, <laughs> you know, it was it took me two days <laughs> to beat the game. Yeah, I was trying to I was looking up speed runs of this game because I was like, there is there anything that like can pick up the pace but like nah like the longest thing's like three hours it's like i don't think there's any tricks really even so that's a really fun time because this game i i love the designs for it there's like so much like wonderful like fun creativity going on with all the plant designs and the zombie designs and all the Mm -hmm. little references they add here and there and it's just this is very cute it's very fun yeah it's very enjoyable uh what was your experience playing this annika um, I also played it when it first came out, like, many, many years ago. Um, I think I beat it. I can't remember. Um, but I haven't played it since, so <laughs> mm. it's been it's a fair. while. But I remember really liking it, and I, I've always liked tower defense games. For some reason, I've always really been interested in them. Yeah, it always feels it always feels great when you're able to, like, just set up a winning 
a winning formation and you're just like sit back and watch it work yeah and you're like yeah those monkeys are gonna throw those darts at those balloons (laughs) (laughs) oh my god we need to do a balloons tower defense episode soon did you guys ever play that um club penguin tower defense game it was when they club penguin guy they released um their like spy like it was like these penguins that can become spies and then if you go down right yeah, if you go down into the headquarters, there's a tower defense game you can play. I think it was, like, the first one I ever played. Fellow hosts, who are your favorite characters, favorite plants, favorite zombies, favorite zombies who fought plants? When it comes to plants, I like the mushrooms a lot. Um, yeah, they're pretty fun. And my favorite is uh, probably the hypnoshroom. I don't use it often because you can only use it uh, during the night. But, you know, it's pretty powerful if you are paying enough attention to, like, put it in front of a, a zombie. The whole thing is that, it like, you plant it, and then when a zombie eats it, it becomes hypnotized, and then it turns on its enemies and starts eating zombies in front of you. The main move there would be, like, put it in front of, a like, a football zombie or something, or, like, a, or a screen door zombie, and then just watch them eat each other. Yeah. Um, and my favorite zombie... Is probably the disco zombie. Um, and fun fact, I don't know if you guys knew this, but uh, when this game came out, Michael Jackson was still alive. Um, oh. And so the disco zombie actually used to be Michael Jackson in his like zombie makeup from like yeah. thriller. thriller music video. But then he died. And so the game decided maybe it's in poor taste to have him as a zombie now. So now it's just like, a, it looks like that disco character from The Simpsons, basically. I I knew that, but I thought they removed Michael Jackson for other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. I could, can't yeah. be sure. It's I, totally I feel possible. Like, I feel like either makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like the disco zombie. He's silly. He's got a big, big disco afro. He's wearing the funny disco fit, and his whole power is that he like dances, and then he like summons four backup dancers that like sprout out of the ground, um, and dance in, in tandem with him, and you know try to eat your plants. What about you, Annika? Who are your favorite plants and zombies from the game? Um, going through the wiki, my favorite zombie was the zombie chicken. I'm a simple zombie. gal. <laughs> I think, I think um, it's like a reoccurring character that's in all of the Plants vs. Zombie games and they're supposed to attack you as a swarm. Although he's a zombie, he still kind of looks like a normal chicken. <laughs> yeah, he's just got slightly larger eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just bugging out. <laughs> I think I also picked a plant that was from a sequel game and not the original game. Um, oh really we're going we're we're going off the rails right now (laughs) i'm sorry for that i like when i was just going through the wiki i liked the design of the chomper the best because it looks like it looks like audrey 2 from little shop of horrors and any reference to little shop of horrors is something i can appreciate yeah that, that one's in the first game yeah, it's fun. You have to put it behind a plant that like can take a lot of beating 
because it takes a long time to chew zombies. It like will eat them in one bite, but then it like takes a long time to chew and swallow. Oh. Yeah. And so then it's it's vulnerable in that moment. So I guess I will go. <laughs> so I'm really I'm really torn between my favorite plant because uh-huh. on one hand, and it's in my pitch, but I really like really like the walnut. I think walnut's he's good. So cute. I think mm-hmm. he's like his little face. Big fan, you know. Mm-hmm. Just like. <laughs> He looks so sad when he gets really eaten, especially like the last <laughs> thing before he disappears. He's just like such, such a bummer. And also, I like the Cobb Cannon, which is just like, oh yeah, it's so big. I th- I feel like it takes up like three spaces, and like you you need yeah. to like plant multiple little co- uh, corn cob catapult guys who like aren't like terrible, but aren't like amazing except for like their little butter thing that like freezes enemies. But then you put yeah. a bunch of them together, and it's mm-hmm. just this giant missile launcher, and just like it's just like this angry, like shucked or unshucked corn cob with an eye on it and wheels. Yeah, like it, like you have to like tap them to like make them fire, and when they do, they shoot just a giant like explosion of corn. Yeah, and they, have to and they reload. take. Yeah, they take a while to reload. Yeah. So that but guy... if you're like if you're like playing survival, it's like it's key. It's key to like destroying those giant gargantar zombies. So I like those two, and I also put the Michael Jackson zombie. <laughs> at, but also, I really like the zombie Yeti. I I like yeah. did not remember him at all until I was going through the wiki, and I was like, oh my god, you know, because yeah. he's just like a little. He's a little. It's a little white whale, you know? He just, like, kind of pops in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't fucking kill him, you don't get all the, the goodies, and you're like, oh, I'm an idiot, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just dig that. I dig the mystery, you know? Yeah, I never saw him. Uh, so, like, I learned about him today uh, when I was looking at the wiki, and I was like, oh, shit, zombie yeti. Yeah, apparently he's a rare, a rare spawn that, you know, you get a bunch of rewards if you kill. Yeah, you know, he's just he's just built different. Yeah, yeah. But he's, he's in the also first a funny game? little guy. Yeah, he's, he's in, the in the first game. game. Oh. Okay, so do we want to get into pitches now? Hell yeah, brother. Okay, who wants to go first? I don't mind. Mine's silly as usual. I think it would be hard not to be silly with this game. This game is very silly. Are we not bringing any like gritty, realistic reboots, like video game reboots? You know. <laughs> yeah, mine is like World War Z, but it has plans. Yeah. Start with the quote. You were always so sure that one day we'd be fighting in a suburban war. It's Arcade Fire. <laughs> in the epic struggle between life, death, and protection of private property, can a little seedling do a plant's job? So. Love it. I think it should be a, a silly horror comedy, but it's also a war movie from the perspective of a walnut who sticks around from the very beginning all the way to like the final things of war. Oh my god! I don't really know how we would take it tonally. I feel like we can go kind of fucked up, but you could take we probably it, shouldn't. You could take it similar to that like valiant like World War Two pigeon movie. <gasps> Yes, have yeah, you seen shit. that, Matt? <laughs> I have no idea what that is. It's like a war. It's either World War One or two. Yeah, it's, it's about like, like it's a... about these messenger pigeons. Yeah, They're like British messenger pigeons fighting for the 
for Britain, and then what are the villains again? <laughs> They're like German, I think. I think so. To answer your question, the antagonist is a Nazi. Um, it's like a Nazi pigeon, Nazi falcon. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. right. Wasn't Tim Curry like the voice of one of them? Yes, 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 yes. Anyway, sorry, Matt. Continue your pitch. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's okay. I was trying not to go dark with this because I don't uh-huh. think this is the game for that. But uh-huh. also, like, I'm just, you know, he's a little seed guy, which means he's a child soldier. And, like, he, like, puts himself <laughs> on the front line to get eaten. And, like, that's pretty dark. But we don't have to be dark about it. We don't have to, but we could. Uh, Annika, do you want to go next or should I? Yeah, I can go next. This came to me in, like, a vision. <laughs> Hopefully the way that I describe it makes it, like, as good as I was thinking in my head. Okay, so mm-hmm. there's four college students um, who are renting a house together, kind of, like, in, like, the suburbs somewhere. I haven't decided mm-hmm. where. Our protagonist is a student botanist who has filled the entire house with plants. Um, so it's just like floor to ceiling, plants everywhere. It's very ridiculous. They're suddenly attacked by a zombie in the backyard. And they have to like kill the zombie with their bare hands. And one of them decides that they should follow it back through the woods. And so they try to like follow the the track of the zombie back into the woods and they stumble upon this like bubbling, like dark, mysterious lake. Then they go home, they see on the news that there has been an outbreak at a nearby power plant, a nuclear plant. And they're like, oh, I, I wonder if some of the like debris from this power plant has ended up in this lake. Um, and they decide that they wanna go back to the lake and see what happens if they put their plants into the water. So they go (laughs) back to the lake um, and they put some of the plants in like a Venus flytrap and such. Um, And then at the lake, they're attacked by another zombie. um, And then their, their new chomper like rises out of the water and eats the zombie (laughs) before it can actually do them any harm. So then they realize, like, oh, if we use the water, then we'll, uh, we can turn these plants into, like, freaky uh, zombie-eating creatures. So they take some of the water home, and they, like, sprinkle it around their house so that all their little plants can have some of the infected water. Um, And I think over the course of the film, we would get updates on the world around them, kind of, like, via the news and such but i don't think they need to i don't think they need to be the ones like solving the crisis Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i also think their home can become a safe haven for everyone in the area so like maybe by the end there's like 20 people in the house like all working together to kind of like put a stop to this zombie Mm -hmm. incursion that's coming out of this infected lake yeah that's my pitch (laughs) hell yeah mine is far less thought out but here it is. Uh, this would be like a children's action horror comedy. Two scientists find themselves at odds as colleagues and neighbors are suddenly forced to escalate things drastically when one of them discovers the secret to life after death. So this would be 
a movie about the, these two scientists who are like neighbors across the street from each other. Um, one who works with plants and one who is trying to reanimate the dead. Uh, and they discover the secret to doing this and, uh, you know, become a mad scientist type and then send all the zombies to go kill their, uh, their rival, uh, who works with plants. And then it's up to the rival to like defend their home. Um, I would, I think my only real note would be that like, I think the scientist on the other side would be Dr. Zomboss. Would the plant scientist be Crazy Dave? It could be. I I feel like Crazy Dave is not really protagonist material, but you don't think so? I don't. I feel like he's more complicated know. than he lets on. That's Maybe, the vibe but, I get from him. Yeah, but then he could be a great supporting character. I feel like. True. I feel like he would need to be like the supporting character of, um, like in Back to the Future. Mm, How the scientist mm, is be kind the of like yeah yeah yeah. But yeah, that's. That's really all there is to my pitch. Uh, the main character wouldn't. We would have to come up with one, and yeah, that was. That's basically the conflict is just between two scientists, and one of them grows more insane and more into a zombie as the movie goes on. So we all brought three pretty different pitches. We did. Yeah. We have very different thoughts on plants versus zombies. I understand if you guys don't want to explore the implications of child soldierness <laughs> in plants, but. It would be fun though to have the plants be like characters. I think they can talk in any of our in any of our movies. They it's should. True. The, the plants and the zombies are why people like this game, not people. Yeah. <laughs> not people. Yeah, there's only one person in the game and it's Crazy Dave. Yeah. <laughs> and like who else do you need really? <laughs> yeah, right. I am personally intrigued by Annika's pitch. I am too. I, I I very much like uh this it's almost like uh what was that game that had like butterfly effect shit? It was about like Wendigos in the forest and in the mountains. Until dawn, was that it? Yes. It just gave no, me that yeah, vibe. Yeah. yeah, cause it's like a bunch of college age people going to like the mountain a mountain cabin and then Wendigos attack. It gave me that kind of vibe, but, you know, less less serious because it is, again, plants versus zombies. So do we want to go with Hanukkah's then? Yeah, totally. Oh, I yeah. only have one stipulation, though. Yes. What? Uh, zombie Yeti has to be in it somehow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I Absolutely. think all kinds of things can wander into this creepy lake. Can, like, periodically we just have, like, random townies be like, Oh, time to co- come for a swim in my favorite lake in town. <laughs> and the kids are like, no, don't. And they're like, you can't tell me what to do, you rascals. You hippies. Yeah. Go, go plant plants or whatever you do. Go plant plants. Because, um, like, know, all of these all these guys just have, like, wonderful towny energy, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yes, yes. This, uh, this also kind of gives me a little bit of a vibe of... Um, I don't know if you guys know the musical Zombie Prom. It's pretty great. It's like a, a like a jukebox musical that sort of makes fun of like Grease about this like greaser dude named Johnny who um, you know goes to this school and like falls in love with this girl, this like 
girl named Toffee who's like the best girl and uh, everyone in her life like she falls in love with him and they're like very in love and then everyone in her life says you need to dump Johnny he's no good he rides a motorcycle and has a leather jacket bad um, and then she breaks up with him and so then he drives his motorcycle into the town's nuclear plant silo <laughs> <laughs> and he dies and then he comes back to life as a zombie and he's like i'm a zombie now i want to finish my schooling and then the 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 like principal is like no you're a zombie that's bad <laughs> zombies don't have rights and then the, all the students are like championing behind uh johnny is like zombie rights let him go to prom let him go to school it's crazy it's a crazy musical um i love that that's yeah, great. but it just kind of gives me that vibe because it sounds like this is also like a small town that has like a nuclear plant, <laughs> like in within the town limits. Yeah, well, I don't know, know if but... it's like a nuclear plant or like if the CIA has been working to develop oh. like a <laughs> secret serum that will, I don't know, give you superpowers in the span mm-hmm. of twenty minutes and it malfunctions. They would. <laughs> they would. They've tried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so who are our main characters? I feel like if we're going to have this, like, gaggle of college-age, like, kids who are, you know, staying at this Airbnb inventing murderous plants, we got to have some characters. Are they in an Airbnb? I'm imagining, like, a, like a hippie, like, plant commune type thing. Oh. Oh. Like a hype house, Yes. You know, like a hype house, just like a botanist hype house. Though. A botanist <laughs> hype house. <laughs> oh, check out these beans I made. You know, <laughs> hey, what's up, you guys? Today we're going over all these beans that I made. <laughs> <laughs> we absolutely need to do that. Um, I here's the problem with that though. I don't know any like influencers or tiktokers right like i would be straight pulling from like vine kids i knew you know like like right now the only things i'm thinking are like that vine kid who was in spree and then also joe keery who's also in spree i feel like joe keery would bring the energy for a Mm -hmm. maybe it's too stranger thingsy for him i don't know what his what he wants for his career path maybe he doesn't want to be pigeonholed as small town Jockey. Small town himbo. Yeah, small town mm. himbo. I think he should. Although be, that's I think like they the should all be, be botanists, though. I think he should be like a himbo botanist. Yeah, totally. <gasps> yes. I mean, yeah. He could be stupid and a botanist who's wholesome and manly. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, right, so he gotta, has to have great hair. Gotta have great hair. All right, so himbo botanist who maybe he's the one who just really likes peas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. Because I think they each have to have their botany archetypes. One of them's got to do mushrooms. One of them's got to do peas. One of them's got to do flowers. I think we could like individualize it as like, oh, I like the ones who are like catapulty. I do like mm-hmm. sunflowers. Vegetables. I do nighttime stuff. Yeah, we yeah. could have like the goth botanist who like, does all the mushrooms. <gasps> yeah. Yes. Oh yes, my god. Yes. Okay. We should okay, we should I, start we, naming. These I need guys to yeah. I need to start me. writing these names down. So yeah, Joe Keery is the the we'll call him the vegetable guy because peas, corn on the cob, cabbage. 
other vegetables that are in this game. Oh, okay. So we should have we should have like a regular pea guy, like a goth moth shroom person. We should have like the pyromaniac one who's like very into like spicy peppers and stuff and all like the Ooh. shit that explodes. And who's our fourth? Is that like a flower girl? Flowers? Yeah. yeah. Flower girl parentheses in love with mushroom goth. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so true, bestie. So true, so true. Okay. So what are their names? Is Joe Curie our main character? Because I'm not mad at it. Yeah, he is. Um, so what are their names? We need to give them names. I feel like Cody is like a very himboy like main character name. Hell yeah, Cody Fairfield. Cody Fairfield, okay. Um, who's our goth mushroom person? Robert Smith. <laughs> yeah. Just Robert Smith from the Cure. Robert Smith. Uh, our pyromaniac should have some kind of crazy nickname. Wait, can are we actually gonna name him Robert Smith? I wrote it down. I, we don't have to. Okay. It's just <laughs> that's fine. You know, that's a common. Name him Ro- Roberto. Roberto Smith. Yeah. Roberto Smith. Okay, <laughs> Roberto okay. Smith. Yeah. There we go. Um, our pyromaniac. They gotta have some kind of crazy nickname. I feel. Uh, oh, well, I was going to say we should call him Spud, but that's a train spotting thing, and also one of the plants. Okay. You could call him Blaze. Blaze I like Blaze, actually. Okay. Because that's Evans. also a gender-neutral name. They could be anything. True, true. Yeah. Um, and what's our flower girl's name? Stevie. Stevie. Oh, okay. Stevie. Stevie... Stevie Snowdrop. Stevie Snowdrop. I like that. Is that a flower name? Yeah, it is. It's like a little like I. I. You know what? I'll just drop a link. All right. Cool. I love these characters. Also, Crazy Dave's got to get involved somehow. He's probably like their neighbor. Maybe he can, knows can more. Crazy than Dave be Blaze's uncle. <laughs> oh yeah. I feel I feel like that's Dave's family vibe, you know, it's just like yeah. you got Dave, you got like the pyromaniac botanist mm-hmm. kid, you know. <laughs> yes, I I love that. Dave can definitely be like you know how like in like eighties movies there's always like the older family member who's just like, Oh, you wanna know about vampires, huh? Yeah, Dave I feel like has to know a lot. He has to be, like, kind of a secret wealth of knowledge that everyone discounts because he's crazy and, like, wears yeah, a, yeah. a pot on his head. But he wears the pot because zombies can't get his brain. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. We should have a scene where a zombie tries to eat his head, but they can't get mm. through the pot and they don't know to take it off. So, how do we begin? Do we begin with them moving into this uh, hype house or are we just, like, starting with them in it? We start with a plant vlog. <laughs> yes okay yes, love it already plant vlog yes. what's up Who's plant doing the nation you know we're here in the hype house is it joe or is it cody i feel like it's got to be cody right cody is like very much an influencer name i don't mm-hmm. 
I feel like the other botanists don't even necessarily have to be into this hype house idea, like this vlogger idea. It could just be <laughs> Cody, you know. I think yeah, they're like... into it to varying degrees. Roberto, maybe less so. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, I feel like Blaze would be into it. Yeah, and I mean, so would so would Stevie. Yeah. Yeah. Stevie is like like a 60s like retro vintage like tiktok person you know yeah where you're just like where did you find True. all these clothes very <laughs> aesthetic instagram just got all kinds of cool flowers and succulents mm-hmm. doesn't really listen to anything that was made past 1972 <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah so i guess yeah it's like a, it, it, are we gonna go like full spree on this and it's gonna be like a, a live stream from like joe Carey's phone the whole time you know i do i think that's like a super interesting like kind of mm-hmm. not plot of like container framing for the movie i don't think we have to do that for the whole thing yeah it could be it like might, it might not serve the plants and the zombies very well if we like have it found footage style i feel like they should have like a little live stream thing of the plants and at some yeah. point like they get i think it's a good opener mixed... yeah 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 okay cool so we have the, the like introduction of you know tour of the house introduces all the characters cody introduces himself and his plants what happens next i feel like we should set up something that they're going to go do that and like while they're doing it they witness like this zombie stuff I think we should have one of the characters' parents work at the uh, nuclear plant. Uh huh. So that we have like a vehicle of seeing like what's going on there, and then like we see the spill or whatever. Ooh, I think it should be. What if it's like Roberto's dad, mm-hmm. and like Roberto's like absolutely rebelling because he doesn't want to work at the plant. He wants to work with plants. <laughs> Is Roberto's dad Dr. Zomboss? Uh, oh, man. Um, I feel like... That'd be pretty dark. It would be dark, but it'd be like, oh, my dad got me into all this horror zombie shit, you know, but I would have never known that he would have raised the actual dead. I feel like, I feel like <laughs> that works. Okay, sure, yeah. yeah. It could be a Dr. Jekyll situation where it's like... Oh, yeah! Oh! Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, he's like, he's like fucking Green Goblin from the first <laughs> Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Yes, I actually love that. That's really good. Maybe they're planning like a, like a party at a greenhouse or something. Because I'm just trying to think of like, how do we set up the perfect like confluence of events where they are away from their house, but near plants that can defend them from a zombie when it stumbles upon them. I mean, I feel like in the nature of Plants vs. Zombies, having them, like, in their actual house defending it is fine, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think they have to, they have to like, fortify it, like, a little later into the movie. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. And I feel like a goal should be to get back to the house with, like, with the plant they have. Would it be too, oh, it's probably too ridiculous. Would, would There's be, no such thing. I don't know. Would it be too ridiculous for them to be having a beach party at this like infected lake 
and then I, in the middle of the party, thinking... zombies like rise out of the lake and come attack them. <laughs> Dude, that's great. That's not ridiculous at all. That's awesome. <laughs> I was I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I feel like there'd totally be like like a small town fair, like oh, swim at the lake, like we'll set up like little booths and stuff. Mm-hmm. They could be like, oh, no one takes our planning seriously, man. We could like bring some over, we could sell them, show people that plants are cool, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then catastrophe hits. I think the fair also makes sense because it it mm-hmm. gives them a reason for them to bring all of these plants. And for them to be watering it from water from the lake. Yeah. Yeah, it could be very much like a, like a, you know how artists will table at like conventions? Mm-hmm. It's very much like they are tabling at this fair. Like, their little hype house has, like, a booth, and they all, like, <laughs> bring some of their favorite plants to, like, go sell. Okay, so what what are the plants that they're bringing? I feel like you gotta bring the peas, you gotta bring the sunflowers, mm-hmm. a Venus flytrap. Yes. I mean, Blaze has gotta bring his peppers. Gotta bring his peppers, yeah. Um, I think it'd be funny if Roberto brought the scaredy shroom, but he brought, like, these, like, mushrooms that would turn into the scaredy shroom. Ooh. Yeah, for those that don't play the game, the scaredy shroom is like basically it's a long distant mushroom because all the mushrooms are like smaller and cost less sunlight because you don't get it in at nighttime. The way the scaredy shroom works is it can shoot all the way across the map on like the little tiny ones. Um, but if a zombie gets too close to it, it then hides in the ground and doesn't shoot anymore. Yeah. Scaredy shroom, I think, would definitely make like a good little sidekick that Roberto carries around with him the whole time. Yeah, and then he like everyone thinks that mushrooms are useless because it won't work um, because it's too scared. Um, And then you know Roberto brings out the doom shroom in the end, which destroys (laughs) a huge swath of zombies or something. I feel like Roberto and Blaze. That's like totally like a combo between them. The doom. Oh yeah. So we have them growing all this stuff. Are we going to, like, integrate, like, the, the sun power stuff into it? I feel like we have to do that. Oh, for sure, yeah. How do we, like... I feel like they need to have, like, some kind of device that, like, stores it and then, like, zaps plants so that it, like, happens quick. You know what I mean? I think the sunflower can just do that, you know? Okay. I think, like, it can, like... You can see it, like, pulse these, like, magic sunlight pulses that, like, go into the other plants and, like, energizes them. How sentient are the plants? <laughs> That's a great question. I How aware them... are these plants? I want the plants to be able to talk. Do they okay. do they speak, like, human language? Do they do the do the botanists teach them human? I like the here's the thing. I like the idea of them talking, but it also kind of takes them away, like sort of the aspect of figuring them out. Because I think a lot of this movie is these botanists having to like figure out how to like Mm -hmm. grow these plants and what they do and how to use them right. Um, And so I I think they could definitely have personalities. I just think that them talking would make it too easy for our for our botanists true but maybe they can yeah they can have personalities like dogs or cats Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. exactly yeah i think i think they should definitely have their own plant language but i think it'd be funny if like maybe for the sunflower character just like stevie like sets it up near like a learning how to speak english like youtube video like seven hours or something (laughs) the next day it's like like 
can speak basic like language like human language and communicate between the plants and the people <laughs> i think that'd be very cute that would be very i cute. like that i like that um <laughs> it could be a good post credit scene to like set up the next movie oh wait 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 can you know you know, like that old trope of like, oh, like someone like went to sleep and they listen to like a learned Spanish like record thing or whatever, and then they wake <laughs> up and they learn how. To... Can yeah. like we have one of, one of the characters be like listening to like a learned Spanish sleeping thing, and they, it doesn't work on them, but like the plant can speak Spanish now. <laughs> oh, that's that's really funny, actually. And like they the... only they only know like a little bit like basic like you know second or third year high school like mm-hmm. conversational, so like yeah. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, they're like trying very hard to understand this one plant. All right, so we've uh, we've established a lot of great stuff, but we're still at the the fair. I'm assuming like while we're getting the scenes of like introductions and them setting up to go to the fair and setting up at the fair, we're also getting scenes from inside the power plant. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they're like, well, oh, Roberto, like, where's your mom or dad or whatever? Mm-hmm. And then Roberto's like, ah, oh, you know, they're always working. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like it should be a surprise that the power plant has failed. So that when the Mm. zombies come out of the water, it's like a huge reveal. Yeah. Maybe the power plant stuff could like, we can do those flashbacks, but slightly later, Mm -hmm. like after we see the zombies. I feel like if we introduce the power plant after the zombie breakout, it's like, Mm. oh, obviously that is that. So like... I, d- I don't know if having it could, can be a surprise. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think we could have like a... Well, yeah, we could have the... I think the big re- surprise reveal should be that Dr. Zomboss is actually Roberto's dad in like a Jekyll and Hyde situation. Oh, yeah. It could be. Okay. He can be like... You remember the Scooby-Doo t- uh, 2 Monsters Unleashed villain? He's <laughs> like City of Coolsville. I hate Mystery Incorporated. They suck. Yeah. Also, I'm gonna kill all of you or whatever. Yeah. I don't remember what they said, but it could absolutely <laughs> be something like that. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think I think we should have like some some scenes where like stuff goes wrong at the power plant because of like or something happens like some kind of accident with like some kind of toxic chemical gets on. I'm trying to think of like what kind of little disaster could happen. I feel like it should be something funny. Yeah, I mean, it could be classic. It could be like the classic stuff of like an irresponsible worker just like not paying enough attention to like a valve or something. Yeah, like a Homer Simpson type, just like yeah, absolutely. Kicks his feet up on the control room, like knocks his coffee cup over. Yeah. And then, like, chain reactions, like, a, a vat of toxic chemicals, like, exploding. Yeah. He runs out of town. Like, you see him, like, get in his car. And just, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Start a new life. Yeah. But, like, the power plant doesn't explode. Because I don't think, you're right, I don't think anyone in the town should notice anything's wrong until zombies are coming out of the lake. Yeah. We should have Roberto's dad visit the house or something. Maybe have, like, some, like, little character things between them to establish their relationship and maybe we follow him driving to the plant and then we see like the shit that happens there yeah it's not just that we're just cutting to the power plant you know yes i like that oh well maybe roberto's dad like drives them to the fair yeah yeah like i'll drop you off before work he like drops Mm -hmm. them off and then helps them unload yeah he's like oh dad can you hang out at all and he's like no 
Does Roberto have a good relationship with his dad? I was kind of picturing him like rebelling against his dad by working with mushrooms. I think so, but I think also they don't have a car. Fair. <laughs> you know <Yeah>. what? Fair. <laughs> I think it I think it could be awkward like yes. awkward car ride in your mm-hmm. friend's car as their parent who's driving is arguing with them and you mm-hmm. and your friends are just in the back seat like Yeah, yeah. This is weird. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, which then will make it harder for them to get back from the fair because Roberto's dad is tied up at the plant and they don't have a car. Yes. Okay, cool. And then, so then once the plant mishap happens, we then cut to the fair where they're like at their table. Maybe we even like cut back on like a shot where one of them is like connecting a hose to something that's like connecting a hose from like a pipe in the lake. Mm-hmm. So that they have like some water drip to like get into their plants. Can we have like I, I would like some like dorky, uh, towny characters that we see before they get hit and like how they are previously is like a hint to what kind of zombies they have. Like yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's just like some fucking some fucking dopey headed guys who just like wear cones on their heads. <laughs> They're just like, they're just weirdos, you know? It's just like, why are you doing that? And it's like, it's all the rage, bro. You don't understand. Yeah, and then they jump in the lake. Jump in the <laughs> lake, cone-headed zombie. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, okay, that's, that's, that's great. And so then we get, like, some... At the fair, we then establish that nobody really cares about them or their plants. They're kind of, like, bummed out some kind of conflict between I think, them. Yeah. I think in the since Roberto's dad works at like a nuclear power plant, mm-hmm. you know, there's like some arguments over like environmentalism and shit like that. Yeah, for sure. So I think like when they go there they'd be like, Oh maybe my dad's right. Maybe like no one cares about botany. Very sad. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe even well, I was gonna say maybe even Roberto could be like at odds with the rest of them just because he's like i'm not a botanist i'm a mycologist (laughs) (laughs) or something like that but we're thinking about roberto a lot and really not exploring these other characters that's true i mean you just if you make like a goth character i'm just gonna gravitate towards you more than you yeah that's so true yeah I, i think we what are other characters arcs here right what is cody's arc it's cody's a himbo Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Does he have to go through a huge arc? Yeah. He at least I think he needs to go through a little one because right now I think Roberto goes through the biggest arc, and right. he's not the main character according to us. Unless we make him the main character, we could we make could. him the we main could, character. We could absolutely yeah. do that. There should be more goth main characters. Yeah, yeah all the fun characters the are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm just thinking because like all like the fun characters are always relegated to supporting cast for no reason. Mm-hmm. And then you yeah. have Blandy McBlanderson as, like, the main, like, character. And it's like, well, it's whatever. Who cares about him? I want to learn about the goth girl. Yeah, like, it's like, yeah, I, I feel, even though I love Joe Keery, I, I, I think I'm going to have a hard time thinking of an arc for his character because we have kind of just typecasted him again. <laughs> is Can we <laughs> can we just make him Troy Bolton? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. never come to football games anymore. And it's like... Bro, I could love plants and football. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
because you know surely you know there'll be some jocks some football guys at the thing mm-hmm. maybe tension between him and them mm-hmm. yeah there's definitely <laughs> yeah yeah agreed fucking fucking he's like to the other guys like oh before you got me into plants i was popular now no one likes me <laughs> yeah what there should plants? be strife between the plant bros what does blaze do I think Blaze is an agent of chaos that, like, yeah, maybe, maybe gets them into into scrapes often mm. because of how like reckless and outgoing he is. I feel like Blaze's arc could honestly just be like learning to let someone else um, take the lead, like instead of jumping in headfirst mm-hmm. into situations. Yeah. They didn't really strike me as much of a leader. More just kind of like mm. a anarchist. Anarchist who loves peppers. Uh, okay, so I think Blaze and Stevie should be siblings. Yes. Twin? Aesthetically different twins, perhaps? Yes. Is it fraternal? Fraternal twins? Which is which? I think identical... Well, wait a minute. I think... Can I suggest that Blaze is non-binary... Yes, I've yeah. been picturing them like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yes, I agree. So is Stevie's arc that she's in love with Roberto, though? I feel like I that can't be her, her arc. Yeah. yeah. Maybe her arc could just be, like, involved with her relationship with her chaotic brother, or chaotic sibling, rather. Yeah. I think, oh, man. I It's like... I don't know. I, I like for some reason I just have have Stevie as like the well-adjusted one, but it's like that seems lazy. What are the problems of aesthetic botanists who are obsessed with vintage shit? Mm. That's a great question. An age-old question. <laughs> Maybe she's a snob. Maybe she's like I don't like stuff that isn't hippie shit. I don't know. Yeah, but that seems like something easy to get over. Yeah. I think one. I don't remember which one of y'all just said this, but maybe mm-hmm. her arc and Blaze's arc should be could be like learning how to respect each other's individual approaches to botany. So mm-hmm. like maybe Stevie has to learn to like be less controlling and learn to like accept some chaos and blaze in turns needs to learn to be more like um like disciplined yeah okay so then i guess like stevie's thing like not being the well put together one but the one who gives tries to give off that air too much you know yeah 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 actually that's secretly messy yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and like Like... feels like they have to be the grown-up of the two even yeah, though they're like the same age right mm-hmm. <laughs> it could be very much like uh we're twins but i'm the older twin by mm-hmm. like five seconds type thing yeah mm-hmm. and as a result she's like big sister energy which blaze of course does not like no blaze don't fuck with that so stevie and Robert, they're just good they're just fine they're just in a relationship it's like not a big deal you know yeah i feel like yeah. it's it's boring to like have their arc be like falling in love with each other over the over the yeah. course of the movie 
I think right. the arc should be like trying to fix the the dynamic within the hype house. You know, the hype house is falling apart, guys. Yeah, I think they should be at odds, and like this zombie experience is what brings them together. Like learning to work together and like make these plants work together is like what helps them. I mean, we could introduce like a a level of that though, like maybe Roberto and Stevie are kind of like nearing the end of their relationship just because mm-hmm. Stevie is so controlling and mm-hmm. like Roberto's dealing with like trauma, I guess of his his dad being also controlling like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then it it takes like Stevie learning this lesson from Blaze. Mm-hmm. to like be less controlling that helps them stay together yeah and then also at the same time roberto is healing and you know mm-hmm. not projecting that onto other people yeah and cody yeah. just wants his friends to just all get along you know yeah. <laughs> yeah come on guys actually... let's all just like hug you know you know what i do like the idea of cody being the well-adjusted one and who is like yeah. desperately trying to keep them all together but not emotionally intelligent enough to do it <laughs> yeah like himbos are rocks you know because they're just mm-hmm. they're just good intentions you know yeah i like that i like that okay cool so i like this we have we have you know put put together our little arcs and our characters motivations what happens now because like all the power plant spill and all that there's tension at the fair what 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 kicks this all off like it, what does the inciting incident really look like? I think just someone at the fair like comes out of the water. They they're just kind of haggard, mm-hmm. and they just go up to a booth and they just fucking bite someone. Yeah, <laughs> and they're yes. like, Ugh, "What's going? The people in this town are crazy, man. You know, <laughs> just throw mm-hmm. them in jail." But like, you know, more people start coming out. More people are crazy in the. Oh, so this this biting incident doesn't cause like a big panic or anything. It's just like I think I think it starts to, but it's like, you know, they get it's just one person at first. It just gets them on because, you know, one zombie isn't an issue at mm-hmm. first. But then Until, like, you know, yeah, everyone in the lake starts shambling out. Yeah, the cone boys come out and it's like, "Oh no, what's going on with them?" Yeah. Okay, yeah, you know what? I like this because it's like first an incident and then there's like a, a little bit more drama with the people and then we see some maybe cuts to some shots of like the plants starting to like grow strangely because mm-hmm. of like the water drip that's like being fed to them. Um, and then and then all the zombies come out of the lake. I assume the hype house people are like trying to pack up their plants, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe Roberto and Blaze are like, let's fucking get out of Dodge. Like, yeah. it's, it's not worth it. And Stevie, you know, being the, the like, the I, my way or the highway kind of one is just like, no, I've worked too hard on this. I got to go. And Cody being the one, like, trying to be the middle ground guy is like, mm-hmm. all right, I'll go with you. Okay, cool. So they go back to their plants. Um, and then I'm assuming they find them very different. Mm-hmm. Then they left. Then they left them. I think they should still be a little bit. I think there should be like some extra growth, but I think it should still be a little dormant. Yeah, they should. They should look weird, but they should still be like 
still until a zombie comes near them. And then the plants, like, spring to life when the zombies get close enough. And so then we just get a really cool little action scene of these, like, plants just annihilating these zombies around them. And then, like, when the smoke clears, our, like, botanists are like, what the fuck? I feel like a big hurdle they have to get over is getting back home to their house. Like, I think they should have, like, the realization that the lake water is what they need to make these plants do this stuff. Um, And they know that they would be safe at their house because they have a lot of plants there that they could feed this water to. And then they could make a safe spot for them and anyone else. Um, I'm just trying to think of, like... Oh, true, because at this point they don't have a car. I forgot about that. Yeah, they don't have a car or any way of getting back. They have to, like, walk with the plants. Like, they, they should only be, like, they should be carrying, like, a jug of water and then a plant each. Mm-hmm. I think Crazy Dave should be, like, a plumber or something in this town. Mm. Like, just, like, a whiz kid, yeah. like, lunatic plumber. Mm-hmm. And, like, they come to him later and, like, maybe he investigates it himself. Oh, maybe, maybe he's at the fair. Maybe they meet, like, meet him at the fair and, the, like, he, like, illuminates them thing, some things for them, you know? I feel like they should, I don't know, I feel like it'd be more exciting if they find him, some, if they go looking for him, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, where would they find him, though? Like, that's my question, is, like, where do they find him? Do they find him on the way back home? Do they find him when they get home? Oh, I don't know. Could he break into their house? I like that. Uh-huh. I think that, I think he should still be uh, Blaze and Stevie's uncle. Yes. I think that'll make it. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. still being weird, it'll make it less weird that he broke into their house because he, yes. you know, your uncle knows where you live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in the games, you know, he he comes to your house to like give you the rundown. So like, I think that's in mm-hmm. spirit of what, you know, is canon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Him being a plumber is actually super great idea because what if? He, like, when he sees these, like, crazy plants they've brought back, he, like, they, like, have the idea, like, we need to defend the house. We need to put these outside. But we need them to get, like, we need our plants to get water, like, quickly, all at once. And so they're like, Dave, can you set up a little sprinkler system to water all these plants? And they, and he does it. He, like, sets up a sprinkler system all over the yard that, like, waters all the plants that they put out there with the special water yeah he's just like a master plumber like, oh he yeah just like set up a pipe system like nothing yeah <laughs> it's, it's intricate it's beautiful the work of art would it be too silly if he was be if he was like you know this isn't the first time this happened in this town like he like he knows what what they gotta do mm-hmm. yeah i feel like he should know a lot about zombies and everyone like thinks that's just him being crazy um, but it's, uh, it turns out coming in very handy. Okay, wait. So we have Dave coming into the house, but we didn't ever address the question of how they get from mm-hmm. the beach back to the house. Are we just going to do like a time jump and suddenly they're there? I think no. that'd be lazy. Yeah, we should have some kind of action of them getting there and maybe even some like progression in each of their little arcs. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think... I think they should steal a vehicle. I like <laughs> I like the idea of them stealing a car because I also like the idea that none of them can drive. Yeah, that's true. And so then it becomes like a like a like a like a challenge of like how do we get safely home in this car? Also, I think 
this isn't super important, but I think the way they jumpstart the car is that the, the sunflower, like, boosts a bunch of sun energy into it. Oh, it's, like, solar-powered. Yeah, it's suddenly a solar-powered car. I feel like they'd all really dig that, mm-hmm. like, solar-power lawnmower thing. Yeah, I think there should be some kind of progression in their arc, and also just, like, like some action. Um, yeah. I think we should also cut back to the uh, power plant. Whatever's happening there needs to be, like... I don't know, like, the toxic chemical should be, like, misting everywhere and stuff, and, like, I think people have, uh, the, Roberto's dad should be, like, zombifying and also, like, building, like, the big mech suit that Dr. Zomboss walks around in. So we're gonna intersperse, like, to the power plant of, like, zombies, and then, like, we reveal the villain of Dr. Zomboss. Yeah, yeah. I think we shouldn't reveal that it's, like, his dad yet. Yes, agree. Yeah, agree. What's the dad's actual name? roberto smith senior i feel like i feel like the juniorization of your son like that's like uh-huh. inherently polarizing you know what i mean yeah there's some action they jumpstart a car crazy you know the mitchells versus the machines type driving action yeah so what what happens after this like car stuff do they just get back to the to the house then i think maybe we should do the inevitable let's go to the cops and they suck uh scene very quickly yeah because there should be something that like pushes them to the point of almost breaking up and i think honestly the thing that should keep them together is when they get back and see crazy dave and something crazy dave says like keeps them together yeah like everyone's like oh we gotta get out of town we gotta do this we gotta find my dad and like everyone's wanting something different yeah Mm -hmm. and like they're once they like are are fractured their goal should then be to just get back to the house so they can get their stuff and then go their separate ways so they should definitely see like carnage across town mm-hmm. taken home yeah so they go just straight to the police after they get the car or maybe when they see the police station they see it's all messed up and there's like well there's no one no one's gonna help us here I think they should go in and there should be, like, a cop at the front desk and, like, people behind them, like, in, like, the the bulletproof glass behind them, people are getting eaten by zombies and they're just Uh like, kids, zombies aren't real. (laughs) Like... Come on, like I'm. I, I have a serious job here. All right. Yeah. He's just like he's just playing pong on his like computer that yeah, they can't yeah. see because it's not facing them. Mm-hmm. It's like, listen, if you wanna if you wanna do some science fiction stuff, you know, like go to the movies or whatever. I don't give he's, a shit. <laughs> he's playing Plants vs Zombies on his phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's so good. That's yeah, amazing. yeah. So they have that scene. All hope is lost. Blaze throws a, a rock in the window of the cop. which then gets the cops attention and then the cop gets eaten by zombies which allows them to make their escape and get to the um back to the house and then we have our scene with crazy dave he i'm assuming says some irreverent yet wise words to them that allows them to stay together or convinces them to stay together and then like pull off this like zombie defense plan right this is stupid, but maybe they, like, that's when they realize they need water from the lake to, like, water all their plants. You know, it should be, like, some kind of thing where it's, like, they're, like, well, we need to defend this house because we have these cool plants, but we don't have enough. 
And then, like, one of them looks around them and like, well, we could. And then that's, like, where they enlist Crazy Dave to help them, like, maybe reroute their water from, like, the lake or something. He, like, turns a crank or some shit that, like, makes their the water in their house, like, lake water. It could be. Maybe he's like, <laughs> you know, guys, I just like drinking the lake water. So I have a special pipe in my house next door that, like, I can reroute to your house. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't drink it anymore, but yeah. And then he like sets up, sets up like the intricate like watering system. All the plants grow and become uh, a nice like tower defense formation in the front yard, in the backyard, on the roof, or maybe not on the roof yet. I think this is just the first night, so they just gotta fortify for now and then wait for things to happen. Yeah, well, I think this should all take place in one night. I don't think this should be like a like a drawn out like months yeah. long apocalypse type deal. I think this should be like a night of the living dead type deal, where it's just like one one big night for a lot of zombies. Okay, so they set up the the stuff, and I think like this is where the big action scene happens, where like a bunch of waves of zombies attempt to get into the house, and the plants like hold them off. And I think that's when we should see the giant, like, mech of Dr. Zomboss, like, roll up on the house. Mm-hmm. And that's when they should, like, kind of shit their pants a little bit and be like, yeah. oh, shit. We need what do we do? more plants. Heavier-duty plants. Yeah, or they, yeah, they're like, our plants can't fire that high. How do we get that high? And then, like, Blaze has the idea of, like, we need to go to the roof. I feel like it's still kind of early for them to be going on the roof. Yeah, I feel like I- what... This is, yeah. like, like that's a good ending that we yeah. have, but I feel like we are missing a midpoint, and usually mm-hmm. in the midpoint is the point where there's, like, the most tension and strife in the group, and they're, like, all not getting along with each other. I thought that was getting back to the house was the midpoint. So maybe we just need to flesh that out slightly more, because I feel like that might... Yeah. That comes slightly too easy. Mm-hmm. Like they just steal a car and then they fast travel back to the house. Well, I don't. I think I don't think the stealing the car should be the fast travel. I think like it should crash. It, uh, like I think there should be action that like keeps them from getting back easily. Mm-hmm. Like you said, with like like you know them having to fight through zombies with the plants to get to the car to restart the car. They're fighting the whole time this is happening. I thought the I thought the cop thing was a good thing to like get them like not towards their house yet but then like they have to ditch the car because i think the cop thing went a little too easy i think they should be swarmed a little bit at the station mm-hmm. but i think that 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 should force them to abandon the car yeah yeah definitely maybe there was even like an argument of like oh should we go straight to the house or should we go to the cops maybe mm-hmm. stevie and Cody yeah. were like no we need to go to the cops like we got it and then yeah, Roberto absolutely. and Blaze are like, fuck the cops, man. Yeah, yeah. And they were right. Yeah. And they are. They're <laughs> correct. I feel like there should be something that pushes them all apart because they all want to tackle it so differently, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, something that would, like, push Stevie and Blaze's relationship to the edge. Like, she wants to do something, like very methodical and planned out and blaze just wants to like go mm. in guns a blazing I, I i don't know what that should be 
I think we should include more plants and zombie stuff, because I think we're getting a lot of good character stuff, but are not, like, integrating the game as much. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe while they're in town, like, after they flee the, the police station, maybe they get their first uh, scope of Dr. Zomboss. They see him, and, like, he, you know, mocks them or whatever for being weak or whatever. And, like, he goes off to, like, destroy mm -hmm. the rest of the town. And they've just they've seen like oh this is how bad it gets like the weed there's no way that we can handle that gonna go to the house and like they oh. all have their own plans of like oh. leaving you know oh I see so they defend the house with Dave but Dave hasn't given his like inspirational speech yet or or does Doctor Zomboss roll up on them before they're at the I house? no I think it they should see him yeah, in see. town and they should see how bad it gets maybe Zomboss doesn't like yeah. confront them yet because maybe a part of him like sees Roberto and he's like oh I'll mm -hmm. save you for last or whatever I think he should definitely offer to turn his son into a zombie when he gets to the house which he of course denies but yeah I think they should see how bad it gets and maybe they're like overwhelmed by it and like each of them have their own like way mm -hmm. of like being like we should leave town we should defend it we should stay at the house we should do this we should do that everyone's like on different pages and then I maybe then Dave sees them and like takes their in his van and then like takes him back to the house instead of him breaking into the house. I don't know. I think they should be having this fight in the house and then they they don't realize Dave's there, but then he like scares them by like being there and like responding to one yeah. of their prompts. He's <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> As they're coming from town, I think an imp zombie should follow them. And that'll be, like, their thing mm. of, like, well, Dave, mm. then, like, maybe Dave kills him with, like, a lawnmower or, like, with a pea shooter or whatever. And he's like, well, they know where we are, so there'll mm. be more of them soon. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they, then it's like that we need to, we need yeah. to fortify. Maybe some of them are like, oh, then we gotta go now. And it's like, nope. You know, if we don't stand our ground here, it's just gonna spread to the rest of the country. <laughs> yeah i think well also i think like one of them should be like oh we need to go like hit up the hardware store for hammers and nails and dave's like no you've got everything you need right yeah, here. yeah 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 that's good <laughs> yeah and then they they look around and have the realization and that's when you know we see all the cool plants sprouting up from the ground yeah and then the first wave happens they defeat it easily and then zomboss rolls up on the house and like is starts like stomping their plants into dust and that should force them onto the roof where then they can see Zomboss is like controlling the mech and they're like, that's where he is. We need to get him. And they like mm -hmm. frantically start putting plants on the roof. Um, what big climactic thing can defeat Zomboss? Cause I don't think they should kill him cause he is Roberto's dad. I feel like it should be like an impassioned plea from Roberto, right? Yes, I think it, Roberto I like it should definitely, like, it should definitely give him pause, right? Yeah. Like, it should be able to give him, like, the strength to kind of fight the zombie side of him, but, like, I think a plant has to do something to, like, either cure him of this or, like, oh, big brain idea. What? This, what? Inventing a new mushroom, right? Yeah. Um, You know how mushrooms are used to, like, purify soil and water? Yeah. What if that's, like, the big secret to, like, cure zombieism? Is mushrooms? Is, like, is mushrooms. 
and like like in the last in the very last minute uh roberto in like invents some like a, a living mushroom that can like suck zombieism out of somebody mm-hmm. and like their end goal should be to like cure the townsfolk even though we're like definitely killing like tons of zombies we're just trying to think how does he discover that what if like from the beginning he already has like hyper purifying mushrooms mm-hmm. just like in yeah. his house and they've put like the the water on them but they can't they don't notice any like any changes in the mushrooms because oh, they yeah. don't realize yet that that's what those specific mushrooms are changing oh, so into. they yeah they, so they they're like, already immune they notice they're like running the water okay yeah that makes sense. They're, like, yeah. they're running the water through the mushroom this like one type of mushroom and they're like it's not doing anything what's the, what's wrong with this mushroom and they like they're like, that's weird. The water's coming out and it's like pure. And then it like, it clicks with him. He's like, oh, it's the mushroom. And then he like runs down, he like grabs it and throws it at his dad. And it hits his dad and spores get all over him and like mushrooms grow out of his, his face and <laughs> they all like fall off and he's normal again. And then the day is saved, question mark? What happens from there? I mean, I guess the day is saved. I think there should be a thing where they're looking at the roof and they like see the town and it's still kind of in chaos. But, you know, they look at mm-hmm. uh, Roberto Smith Sr. And they're like, you know, it's fucked up. But I think with a little bit of time, we'll be able to do this. And then like very like stark mm-hmm. cut like one week later. And it's like, everything is fine. We did it. Good job, guys. Yeah. Yeah, there's a shot of the lake with like just a bed of mushrooms growing on the lakeside. Are they going to have another lakeside party, but it's cool this time? How about a lake purification party? Everyone in the community. Yeah, yeah. Oh. The... Absolutely, yeah. And they have a plant booth there, and it's fucking oh, yeah. popping. Everyone's like, you know. People are wild for these living plants. Yeah, dude. Like, man, I thought plants were stupid before. But now that they're, like, alive, they're cool. And it's like, well, they've always been alive. And it's like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like Cody explaining it to his, like, jock bros. And I think, uh, <laughs> I think that's it, right? Is there anything else we need to add to this movie? Uh, the zombie, the zombie Yeti's so. in the, the woods looking at them still. He's the only zombie left. Yeah. Which sets up for possible yes. sequel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we see the zombie Yeti walk through the woods mysteriously. <laughs> okay, so recap. So we open on a plant blog from Cody, introducing everyone in the plant hype house. There is Cody Fairfield, the uh, resident himbo played by Joe Keery, specializing in peas and walnuts and stuff like that then we have roberto smith resident mycologist question mark definitely very goth definitely a lot of mushrooms then we have our pyro blaze and their twin flower girl stevie snowdrop you know specializing in peppers and specializing in sunflowers and red stuff like that so Everyone's in the hype house. Too many plants. Just a lot of plants everywhere. It's a pretty chaotic way of living, but you know, that's how they live. So Roberto's dad pulls up. Roberto, who works at the local power plant, has a kind of 
iffy relationship with it with his son you know there's a lot of bickering in the car but he drives him to the fair then he's like oh you want to go you want to come to the you want to come to the fair with us and he's like no i only work you know i'm one of those dads so they go to the lakeside fair they set up their little their little booth with all their plants but you know in this town no one gives a shit about plants no one they're they're outsiders man you know they all the jocks go up to Cody, they're like, oh man, you used to be somebody when you were the quarterback. Now look at you with your peas. It's like, hey man, these, these are the greatest peas you'll ever have or whatever. But you know, so they're all shunning him. But you know, they bring their peas and their sunflowers and their beans, fly traps and peppers and mushrooms and such. So, you know, everyone's, everyone's partying there. But then, you know, cut to the power plant a local power plant worker who looks, you know, suspiciously like Homer Simpson accidentally causes a reaction at the power plant, spilling some coffee, kicking his, his feet up on the controls. And after seeing what's going on and the leakage it's gonna go into the local lake, he just drives out of here. He just he's just like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deal with the consequences of my actions. So that happens. And so all of a sudden, you know, and everyone's in the lake, everyone's partying, you know. Someone's got a hose, you know, they're watering the plants with all this stuff. Little do they know that this stuff's hella toxic. So one zombie, who we don't know is a zombie yet, you know, comes out and walks up to a boot and bites someone, you know. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, what's going on? You know, the plants start growing strangely and then all of a sudden, a ton of zombies just start rising out of the lake and start attacking people. It's total chaos, you know. Our, our our heroes are gonna flee, they're like, gotta get out of here, but like, wait, no. We gotta get the plants. You know, Roberto and Blaze, they're both like, nah, we can't, we got plants at home, you know, we can, we can just leave them. But Stevie, nah, she's like, oh man, nah, I'm not, I'm never leaving my plants, dude. My Venus flytrap, that's my pride and joy there, right there. So Cody also goes there, because he doesn't want to go alone. Okay, so they get back. Their plants are fully grown, strange, not how they remember them to be, and they get swarmed by a ton of zombies. They get cornered, you know, maybe backed into a tree. You know how movies are. You see that, and it's like, oh, what's gonna happen? But then, all of a sudden, in like the little Venus flytrap that Stevie's holding, a chomper just grows huge and just bites the shit out of a zombie. So the plants all start growing, they start doing their little shenanigans. You played the game. You know, they start killing the swarm. And it's like, oh my gosh, like, this is crazy, what's going on? So they go back, they steal a car, try to go home to their plants. Go back to the power plant, you see Roberto's dad building a mech suit. What's going on? What's with them? Zombies everywhere. It's crazy. So on their way back to their house, Stevie and Cody decide they should go to the cops. In Blaze and Roberto were like, no, they're, they're not going to do anything. Are you kidding me? It's like, no, no, we gotta go, we gotta go. It's like, go the cops. Not very helpful at all. Not very helpful. The guy, he's, he's just playing games on his phone, like Plants vs. Zombies, the 2009 classic. He's doing his thing. He's just like, guys, zombies aren't real, okay? Just like, that's just in video games. Don't be stupid. While behind him is like total chaos. They leave, Blaze throws a rock at the window of the cop station. 
causing the guy to be like, hey, screw you kids. Then he gets swarmed by zombies. There's more zombies. It's just crazy. There's so many zombies. So they get swarmed at the station. They're forced to abandon the car. They're, you know, they're hiding. They're going through town. It's like a shanty town. It's crazy. And they see Dr. Zomboss fully mecked out, just stomping through town, attacking people, and he breaks their car, you know, the car that they were going to take back. So, gosh, yeah, we got to go the rest of the way on foot. So they go back to their house. But then we see a little imp zombie is following them. So they get to their home. You know, they're arguing. They all want to do their own different things. It's like, we should leave town. No, Blaze is like, no, we got to defend the town. It's like, screw the town. They never accepted us anyway. We're outcasts. We like plants, you know? And then crazy Uncle Dave, Cody's Uncle Dave, says, yeah, we should defend the town. They're all surprised. It's like, what are you doing here, Dave? And it's like, oh, just eating your peas, you know. But he, he knows all about the zombies, teaches them about the zombies. You know, they discover the sprinkle, the, the water from the lake, you know, can mutate their plants into plants for zombie plants that could defend their house. So, but they're like, oh, how are we gonna get the water from the lake to our place and, you know, defend the house? And Crazy Dave's like, oh, don't worry, I got a special pipe going all the way to the lake. I drink that stuff all the time, but I guess I shouldn't know that they turn people into zombies. So he sets them up. He's, in, he's like the best plumber in town. He sets up their sprinkler system, and the first wave of zombies come in after the BM comes in. They kill them, and they're like, oh, there's going to be more, you know, as we discussed earlier in the podcast. So... Ways of zombies come in, you know, there's they're they're doing okay, they're in the lab, they're planning, it's pretty hectic, but they're doing it. You know, they're it seems like they're going to they're gonna win. And there's a lull, but then, oh shit, Dr. Zomboss rolls up to the house, kills all the plants in their yard. You know, and it's like, well, what are we gonna do? He's too high up, we can't reach him. Dave says, Well, you know, gotta go to the roof. So they set up their thing, they got all their their catapults and their watermelons and their cabbages and all that, that good stuff, you know, setting up the pots up there. It's like, oh, what are we going to do? And it's like, probably a, a scene with Zomboss where he's like, join me, Roberto. He's like, what do you mean? Who, who the fuck are you? It's like, I'm your father. And it's like, oh my god, this has never happened in a movie before. This is crazy, what? And they're like, oh, what are we going to do? Roberto's like, I can't can't kill my dad i mean i got a complicated relationship sure you know i'm a goth kid of course it's always complicated with your parents but can't kill him when you know as we've established from the beginning that i forgot to mention yeah we he's been working on these special mushrooms that purify soil and water and, you know they put the the mutating zombie plant juice water from the lake but for some reason it wasn't affected in fact the water completely clean so they're like, oh my gosh, we've discovered a mushroom that cures zombies. And so they go out, they fight, they get close enough, then Roberto, you know, gives the gives the zombie-curing mushrooms to, to Dr. Zomboss slash his father. He gets complete, it's kind of gross, you know, he gets completely covered in mushrooms. It's like, oh my god, is it going to kill him? Is it going to save him? But it saves him. And it's cool. It's like, oh my gosh, son, there, there you are. You know, I had the strangest dream, you know. For some reason, I don't think I hate mushrooms anymore. So it's crazy, you know, they're on the roof, it's very triumphant. There's probably some tears, you know. They look up at the town, it's sunrise, they've been fighting all night. It's like, you know, 
we still got a lot of work to do. But, you know, I think we can do it. Hard cut, one week later. It's fine. Everyone's cool. Everyone's in hazmat suits, you know. They're doing their little, like, purification party initiative. You know, everyone's great. They got a little booth set up. Lake looks fine now. They're they're doing their thing. And but we still got all these plants that are just like these sentient beings now. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, these are so adorable. I want a sunflower too. And it's like, yeah, they can sing too. It's like, what? Are you kidding me? They can sing? And it's like, yeah, it's like in the credit sequence in the game. And they're like, oh my god, I love that song. So they've accepted the kids for being weird plant hippies, you know everything's cool everyone sees that plants are cool and the zombies are gone and everyone's happy or are all the zombies gone because we see you know they're, they're the lakes near the forest or whatever and we see the single lone zombie yeti lurking in the woods you know to be continued question mark end credits zombie on your lawn song there's your movie there's your movie executives get on it all right, are we uh, are we ready for staff picks? Uh, yeah, I think, I think so. so. You know, in keeping with you know plants, vegetables, and all that, I recommend very quick watch. I recommend Bo Burnham's Turnip Vine. It's six seconds, you know, just do it. <laughs> I won't elaborate because that'll explain the joke, but just watch it. Very good, and also, although a controversial figure, um. I recommend the mm-hmm. Michael Jackson Remember the Time music video because it's really just it's the wildest <laughs> thing I've ever seen, you know, like his they his yeah. his music video was just like multi-million dollar. I think I don't know. They were but they were very high budget. Like the, the most expensive music video mm-hmm. was like him and Janet Jackson. This this music video is fucking crazy. It's got Eddie Murphy in it. It takes place in ancient Egypt. Michael is like he's a wizard, you know, like he's mm-hmm. he's doing magic. I think, like, you could base a D&D boss on, like, this version of Michael Jackson of this strange Egyptian <laughs> wizard who's, like, the whole thing is that Eddie Murphy is the pharaoh, and he has his pharaoh's wife, and she's, like, never satisfied with anything. Brings, like, you know, fire breathers and jugglers and stuff, and she's just, like, kill them all. I don't, they, they don't ha- make me happy. But then Michael <laughs> Jackson comes in in a robe, and he just, like, throws sand on the ground, and he just disappears into the sand, and he comes out, and it's Michael Jackson. And he's, like... Eddie Murphy, I'm gonna fuck your wife. And Eddie Murphy's like, what? And she's like so into Michael Jackson. It's this whole thing. Then he gets chased by it's it's this crazy experience. Just do it. Just watch it. There's a really good dance break that isn't in the studio version of the song. Just like check it out. Weird super weird vibes. Um, I'm gonna recommend Lost. If I've uh, recommended yes. this before, I'm sorry, I can't remember. Um <laughs> but I just finished it, bet- like, only a couple days ago between um, the time that we recorded our last episode. And it's so good. There's a lot of plants in it. It takes place on the island. Fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if, if you like dramas that evolve into uh, sci-fi shows with time travel elements and vague references towards... Uh, Christianity and spiritualism. This is the show for you. It's a lot. It took me like a month to finish. It's a lot, but very good. I think awesome. it's really oh, yeah. Good. And you know, even if you did recommend it before, 
it's a long show, so they're probably not done with it yet. So yeah, keep watching true. it, man, you know? My recommend is a qualified recommend, but it is tied in with zombies. Uh, my Steph pick this week is the new Resident Evil movie, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. It's not an amazing movie. In fact, it seems strangely low budget. Mm. Um, and like, it's all over the place. Uh, but it's really, it's kind of like really goofy and it's, it's like, it has all the hallmarks of a good, like, watch this with friends and maybe a few drinks and just like have fun riffing because the movie itself is kind of a mess. It follows the events of the first two games, kind of. It's just kind of all over the place. They have like a little, they like evoke some of like the classic Resident Evil stuff. You know, they have this, the classic scene in the first game where like the zombie who's eating the guy on the ground, like slowly turns around uh, and mm-hmm. they've got, like, the liquor, the big brain monster. And I think that's kind of where the icon, like, the icons end. I mean, they, naturally, they've got the, you know, the classic characters. Claire Redfield, Chris Redfield, Leon Kennedy, Jill Valentine, Wesker. Yeah, it's a, I think it's a fun watch. Uh, don't run to theaters to go see it. It's, I don't think it's worth the money. <laughs> I, I, I recognized a lot of TV show characters, in it like the guy from umbrella academy plays wesker but yeah it's like it's fun the effects are okay and then they look bad (laughs) and near the end neil mcdonough is in it um but my i had this moment because like i saw the trailer for it and i thought oh this is gonna have mary elizabeth winstead in it as claire redfield it looks like her i like her go go her um, and then I watched the entire movie thinking it was Eliz- Mary Elizabeth Winstead and then the credits roll and I found out that it was not her. And in fact, it was one of the girls from the UK version of Skins. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So anyway. That's uh, very funny. <laughs> Resident Evil, welcome to Raccoon City. Check it out. <laughs> if you have nothing better to do. Yeah. Is yeah. what you're saying. Do. <laughs> you know, this is going to be the last episode of this year. Um, and we've got no fan pitches. Everyone, make it make your New Year's resolution to send us more like pitches or video game ideas or just anything you want to tell us. Honestly, yeah. like just we'll read it on the show, man. Just send us a send us an email at gamerealcast uh, at gmail or at gamerealpod um, on Twitter. Big thanks to Chris Kirk for our theme songs. Uh, you can find him at, on Twitter as at composer kirk and you can find him on bandcamp at composerkirk.bandcamp.com that's kirk spelled k-i-r-k uh check him out he's awesome we also want to thank brit soder's journa for album art if you'd like to follow her on twitter her twitter is at artzoid that's spelled at a-r-t-z zero i-d yeah and so (laughs) this has been game reel uh i'm matt I'm Cassidy. I'm Annika. Go away. Enjoy. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks. That's a better one, yeah. <laughs>